News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us on this. I guess it's the last Sunday of January already. That's unbelievable. And with us for the show, answering your questions, we've got Lee Harris. She is legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a great job of closing your loan. And you can pick the closing attorney that uh, you want. And don't forget to taste some of their cookies when you go there. You can reach Lee at 649-7964. That's her direct cell. That's also available for agents listening to us who need some legal help. Lee is there for you, and she's a great source of information. Also here, Randy Rocky, who's with Swan Financial. And Randy and Swan do a great job of getting your loans to the closing table. In fact, Randy was just on the phone with one of our Socolor clients just a few moments ago. So even on a Sunday morning, Randy is up working. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. And also joining us for the show, my son Greg is back. You can't reach him by phone because he works for us, me. And <laughs> uh, he does our marketing photography and he does a great job. i very proud of my son. So that's good to have him here. And if you're thinking of selling your home, either it's now or maybe in the near future, maybe next year or beyond, don't hesitate to call me. We can help you get the house ready to sell. And you may not need to do anything, but if you do, we'll give you a list, kind of a, a plan of what to do to get it sold. And you can reach me on my cell phone anytime, 502-376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. Coming up a little later on today's show, folks, 20 things you need to know if you are moving or have moved to Kentuckiana including what does Kentuckiana, the word, mean? In case you don't know, it's Kentucky and Indiana, right? Okay, that's pretty simple. Let's start off with the questions. We're still doing our COVID show, and that, of course, means that you can send me a, an email with your question. You can also call me, but you can send me an email, bob at com. put radio question in the subject line, and the question itself goes into the body of the email. And you can also see a replay of this show visually in addition to seeing it on uh, listening to it on 840 whs going to louisvilleanswers.com that's louisvilleanswers.com all right the first question is an important one especially for anybody who's thinking about getting a mortgage now or in the future then you've had problems because the mortgage rates are a little higher than you want or maybe a little more than a little higher maybe a lot higher Jeannie sent us an email. She heard us talk about the buy-down of a mortgage in this email. She's asking, so Randy Rocky at Swan Financial, what is a buy-down? Yeah. How does it work? And then talk about this buy-down that you've talked about. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's a perfect opportunity to talk about that. Yeah. So NMLS number uh, 26362. Uh, so what we are doing, and it's really been uh, really well received actually even better than i thought so you can get right now 4.75 percent as the affected today's date and a 5.9396 apr rate of 4.75 30-year fixed rate and what it is right now it's about a 2.2 percent buy down on um uh with fha as is is the buy down uh and all the closing together with everything you're you're looking around uh 19 or 20,000 on a 284,000 dollar loan the buy down means you're going to pay money up front to bring the interest that, rate down right 
2.2% in this scenario I told you. Okay, so you're bringing it down from what's the current going? I know you've already mentioned your ML, ML, less. Right, right, right. Uh, it's 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 mid sixes, six okay, and a half. So mid six and a half. Let's say so by two point something, you're bringing it down to either uh, four or a little higher than four. Am I right 4. about 4. that? Four point seven five. All right, four point seven five. Thirty year fixed. Now to get that four point seven five, the buyer has to ask the seller. To pay, and I think you mentioned nineteen or twenty thousand dollars. Well, that's that's with all the closing costs and prepaid. Okay, total. The, the, okay. the the three and a half percent down payment required on FHA everything. So I just wanted to kind of give them a, a rough number minus okay. whatever the seller concessions were. So all right, I know that I, maybe I shouldn't have got into no, all that. That's fine. It's, yeah, perfect, yeah, it's perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah. So now, so let's 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 spell it out here. So. Many buyers are going to say, whoa, 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 the seller's going to pay $20,000 on my, cl- I'm surrounding it up, 20000 on my closing costs. No, they're but not really, paying that. Right, right, right. So explain why they're not paying that. Right. So in other words, well, the buyer in that, in, in that situation can pay for that. Or them. part of it. Got it. Or all of it. Right. They can pay all of that. Okay. But just to have it where they don't have as much money to the closing table, if we can on a, the, 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 Example I just gave the two hundred eighty-four thousand dollar example. Right. If they can help them pay twelve thousand of that, now all of a sudden they're just basically bringing basically pretty much their down payment, which is three and a half percent. Right. So, so let me, you're only bringing eight, eight or nine thousand dollars to the closing table altogether. All right. But then you might the people listening right now, the sellers who are listening to us, go, well, "I'm not going to be paying twelve thousand right. dollars." But right. here's what Great you question. can do. Right. Yes. You can. Increase the price of your home by twelve thousand dollars to cover that. Now, there's only one negative. Greg, you want to explain what the negative is on that? Well, I mean, aside from the home having to appraise, right, um, and possible multiple buyers in the market in a market that is still, in most price points, uh, a seller's market. Um, I would exclude the caveat of the luxury market. That's that's rapidly shifting, um, but. You know, it's it's a great product out there. There's two things of understanding that. All right, we could do an appraisal gap. All right, so what what you're doing and what we have had a tremendous amount of success with in that scenario. Let's look at a two hundred eighty four thousand. You tell the buyer that hey, we're going to go out at two hundred ninety six thousand dollars on this property. We're going to have twelve thousand to help with closing costs and prepaids and to buy down the rate, so they have a net net less payment. If if the appraisal comes in at 284 or anything in between that, then what we can do is we can shift that off of the seller. And very simply, then the buyer's either got to bring more money to the closing table to get the lower rate, or they have a little higher rate and a little higher payment. And well, I do. And it's a great conversation to have. It is. We'll follow up on this, but let's keep going because it's only a half hour show, folks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a couple of quick reminders. You can sign up for our bi-monthly video updates. Don't know if you know we have those. Go to WeSellLouisville.tv. That's right. And if by chance you are thinking you might need an agent, you can go to LouisvilleHomesales.com. That's LouisvilleHomesales.com. That's where you'll find us. And you can go to our main website. In case you don't know, you can go to WeSellLouisville.com. And at the very top, you can click out on a button that says, find out what your home is worth free of charge. And it signs you up. For a new monthly updated price, it's computer generated, and it will give you a computer price of what your home is available. It's free of charge, no obligation, but it will give you some insight as to what is happening 
in the real estate market, even as we speak. And again, go to WeSellLouisville.com and click on the button in the top of the web browser, and you'll see it, and you'll get that information free of charge. Back over to Lee Harris over at Limestone. Benjamin sent us an email, and that's going to my Bob at WeSellLouisville.com account. He has an interesting problem. His mom is 72 years old and wants to remarry. The new husband would move in with her. Problem is, Benjamin is on the deed for the house, and he's wondering what happens to the house if his mom passes away. Lee? Well, if it's in survivorship with him and his mom, then the property would go to him as the survivor of that, you know, in the survivorship deed. Um, <clears throat> so it really has, depends upon how uh, that property is deeded. And the first thing he needs to do is pull up his deed and see uh, whether or not it's in survivorship. So that wouldn't have that part would. Um, Determine what happens. Right. Yeah. What happens if it's not in survivorship? Then the new husband. Yes. Because we're in a dower curtsy or courtesy state. Right. So they would have potential to, uh, based upon either she has a will and she could leave her portion of her property to her husband, or it would also be determined statutorily. There's a statute in Kentucky that states um now properties are divided up once if somebody dies intestate, which is without a will. Mm -hmm. I think your key point here is for Benjamin to look at the deed. And then if yeah. it's not in survivorship, can the deed, can it be rewritten at this point? After well, the fact? She could have her spouse put on title. Yes. Okay. So if, this is a discussion that Benjamin, you want to have with your mom. Um, I I don't know with the new husband or not, but have it with your, your mom and see what her thoughts are and explain what your concerns are. It's got to be open like that. Yeah. By the way, if you want to see what uh, sellers are actually saying about us, we do these videos. I'm, I'm pretty happy with these videos. They're, they're great in pieces of information. Go to Louisville sellers, talk.com Louisville sellers, talk.com. If you want to see what our reviews are, the written reviews, go to Louisville, Zillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. Back over to Randy Rocky Patricia, first time home buyer. She is wondering what is the difference between pre qualification and pre approval? We've had this question in years in the past, but not recently. So, pre qualification, pre approval. Tell us what it is, Randy. Pre qualification is simply not uh, verifying all the income and assets, um, not getting the actual records and getting the verification employments to make sure that they are uh, whatever what they're telling us is true on income where uh that's a pre-qualification pre-approval is you've done all you've taken all those steps and basically um, um, uh, verified all the information that they that they tell you as a uh, the client tells you yeah and in this day and age as greg alluded to before because of the competitive nature of a lot of the homes you want that pre-approval, right? I was going to say, I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time I've actually heard term prequal because it's yeah. such an ancient thing that people know you need a pre-approval because the prequal, you could, could fib quite a bit and then you're going to get down to the nitty gritty and things could fall apart. So whenever I yeah. hear the, the word prequal, I said, you mean, you mean pre-approval? Are you pre-approved or are you pre-qualified? Right. Because this is a big difference in this market. You definitely want to be pre-approved before you head out and uh, make sure you're, before make, you make an offer. You better believe it. It's very true. Very true. All right. 
Back over to Lee before we take a break. Jim, one of our uh, potential sellers who has uh, neighbors whose tree came down on his deck. This is a true story. And I, I've seen the the deck and I saw the tree down. It was crazy. And it wiped out the deck. And for close to a year, he has been fighting with his insurance company to pay on the deck. And I'm bringing this up because I think a lot of people have had problems getting insurance companies to pay off on damage, especially with the snow and rain and the weather we've had the past couple of weeks and this year, right? So Jim told me over the phone, basically, that the past year, every time he called the insurance company, they wanted more information on what was going on. Another insurance claim adjuster was assigned to the case. And now good news a couple of weeks ago from Jim, the insurance company finally got tired of hearing from Jim and paid off on the deck. The reason I'm saying this is because this goes back to that old adage, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? The insurance company apparently got tired of hearing from Jim and he gave (laughs) up. At least that's what Jim thinks. So what are your thoughts about dealing with insurance companies, Lee? I'm sure you've had experience. What do you say? Is it the squeaky wheel in this case? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, there's, there's a, um, sort of the take the first offer they give you because they're trying they're, they're trying to lowball you at first perhaps and they expect a lot of people to just take the first offer they give them and go on down the line mm-hmm. uh, but those who hang in there um i can tell you from experience my husband had a car wreck situation like that and he hung in there and he ultimately got something that was close to fair uh from the from the insurance carrier but they do expect you to either go away or probably to take their first offer which might be not necessarily fulfilling what you're entitled to is he okay your hubby he's, oh yes he's fine thank you for asking you. <laughs> just curious <laughs> but it, it yes, does you. you do bring up a good point and you know we see these commercials on tv about call me call me, the, the attorneys but uh, there is some validity in calling an attorney and having them represent you so absolutely we're going to take a break when we come back 20 of the things you need to know if you have moved or are planning to move to kentucky because we are heard around the world on iHeartRadio. Uh, a reminder with us, continuing Lee Harris. She is the head legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Estrue. They do a great job getting your home loan closed. You can reach Lee anytime, 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. He's one of the head guys over there. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved. And as you heard earlier, they have this pretty impressive rate to, if you want to get in at a lower interest rate. His direct number, 502-645-0736. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, so much more is with us. And also, thinking of selling, all you need to do is call me. I am here for you, free, no obligation. Analysis will come out. I will come out. We'll talk. Come up with a plan. Call me on my cell phone, 502-376-5483, or go to bobsellslouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Welcome to the future of home ownership with Swan Financial. Here's Randy Rocky. Say farewell to the high mortgage rates with our game-changing solution, the Interest Rate Buster. Listen to this. We redefined the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, offering unprecedented rates between 5 and 6% APR for the entire loan duration. For more information on how to get that loan, call Randy Rocky at Swan Financial at 502-645-0736. That's 645-0736. NMLS 26362 and 2473. 
This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. Are you thinking of selling your home next year or in the years beyond? Wondering how to maximize your profits without breaking the bank on improvements? Well, look no further. Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Sekolder, proud owner of the Sekolder team at REMAX Properties East. If you have questions about the value of your home and want to get the most money for it with minimal upgrades, I'm here to help. Call now at 502-376-5483 to schedule a free, no-obligation, in-person meeting. That's 502-376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show continuing to the top of the hour. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. She's not only a friend, but a mentor. And the last time Greg and I were up in New York with her, I actually drove her around. Well, not actually, but it looked like we were driving her around. You'll see that commercial start airing again in the next couple of months. Continuing with us, Randy Rocky. He's the head, one of the head guys over at Swan Financial at 6450736 also Lee Harris legal counsel limestone title and escrow 6497964 my son Greg with marketing photography is with us and also if you're thinking about selling your home now or in the future or want to buy a home please don't hesitate call me free no obligation analysis we can help you call me at 3765483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com have you moved here recently or maybe you are planning on moving here if you're in other parts of the country There's some things you need to know, some of the days, information, things you really are going to learn when you move here. For example, contrary to popular demand, the Derby is much longer than two minutes. Locals would still rather go to the Oaks than the Derby. It is pronounced Louisville, not Louisville. To Louisvillians, it's perfectly normal to put uh, leaves, as in mint, into your cocktail There's this thing called the hot brown, and you're going to want to eat it immediately when you move here. Yep, the mega cavern is a man-made inside cavern. It's a real thing. Underground zip lining is totally a real thing here in in Kentucky. Sometimes zombies zombies roam the streets here in Kentucky. Once a year, thousands of little billions participate in the zombie attack, also known as a zombie walk. Despite its small-town feel, Louisville is actually pretty big. High school allegiance is a big deal to folks here. Louisville is home to the Home Run. That's the Louisville Slugger Museum, also the world's largest bat uh, you'll see there. It's a six-story, 68,000-pound bat. Louisville is only the strong survive in the Bambi Walk. You drink every bar, 24 (laughs) bars. I'm glad you got a kick out of that. The best Christmas show in Louisville happens underneath the city. 
the best Kentucky Fried Chicken isn't at KFC. Sorry, KFC. Among the best chicken me, it really is good. Royals, Joellas, and Chicken King. A bourbon bowl is not a dance. No one lives in the Louisville Palace. Spaghetti in chili, yep, it's a thing here. The KFC Yum Center is not a food lover's paradise. Ghosts can't seem to quit this city. Many experts consider Waverly Hills Sanatorium to be haunted. And one day it'll snow here. Next day it'll rain and then it'll be sunny. And it's a weird weather mix. So those are some of the things you need to know if you're moving here. Today. One thing I got to debate yeah. is the fried chicken. Okay. Yeah. You like you did, none, none of those are originals like Indies. Okay. The true Louisvillians yeah. know yeah. Indies is the place to go if you dare to go get the best chicken in Louisville. Royals is also very good, but Joel's is a chain. Uh, we could debate some All of right. that stuff, but we move on. Yep. Can I tell my dad's favorite joke about Kentuckiana? Of course. Go ahead. He always said, why did they call it Kentuckiana? Yeah. Because they didn't want to call it Indiucky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we all politely laugh. Okay. Very good. <laughs> all right. Uh, this one's for Randy Rocky Swan Financial. Matthew loves history. He sent us a question in an email. He asks if he's able to get a mortgage or a historic or unconventional property like a castle or a lighthouse. Is that possible? A lighthouse, a castle, is he able to get a mortgage? Yes, uh, it gets a little more difficult because of comps, because um, you have to have comparables. But in some situations, we can. In some situations, we can. I know that's not a definitive answer. It's something that I would have to look at the castle, et cetera. Okay. It, yeah, it's it's tough. You need comparables, and they need three typically for an appraiser to give you the okay to close on a loan. So that's where, Matthew, the problem comes into play. Back over to Lee Harris. Over at Limestone, Olivia has lived in her home more than 30 years. There was no mortgage on it. She is not able to make payments on the property taxes. Now the house has been auctioned for delinquent property taxes. The new owner sent over an eviction notice. And so Olivia is wondering, is there anything she can do at this point? Was there anything she should have done prior to the auction to help other people who have maybe behind on their taxes? This is a great question for anybody who might have some financial problems. Lee. Yes, there is something she should have done. And for any of you out there listening, when you get a notice from the court, when you get a notice from the person who has bought your taxes, because they go for sale every year and people can buy them mm -hmm. as an investment. Uh, when you get that notice, do not put your head in the sand. Do not uh, ignore it. Contact that attorney. Find out how much it is to pay it off. You have a right to pay it off. There's going to be some fees on there. It's going to be more than your original tax amount, of course, but to save your house and to keep those fees from accruing and accruing, you want to go ahead and try to work that out and get it paid off. If you if you can't for some reason, I mean, obviously you could call Randy or anyone else and say, I want to, you know, see if I can, you know, get a loan or try to refinance my house or uh, get a mortgage if since she didn't have one to try to save your house versus letting it go to foreclosure. Um, but if you do go to foreclosure and it doesn't uh, reach two thirds of the appraised amount, then you have a year to redeem your house. So mm -hmm. whoever purchased that house, as long as they got, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry, six months to redeem your house. Six months. Oh, oh good. We have a good. Okay. Here, a flag on the play over here. Yeah, got so, it. It's good that we had it. Yeah. So uh, then, if you didn't bring two thirds of the appraised value, you can try to get it back from that person who purchased it. After that, then unfortunately. You're going to lose your home and all your equity. So, so Libby, that, is a, you might, that is a cautionary tale. 
she may have time if it was a six month moratorium. So, Lee, yeah. what 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 is who uh, clarifies that or who does the appraisal? Do they have the bank get an appraisal done on it? It is the the master commissioner who's selling it. They're called two disinterested housekeepers. Believe it or not, they're not really? called appraisers. But those two disinterested disinterested housekeepers are two people that they send out there to give evaluation of the property. Sounds like the name of a British TV show. Two no, no, it does. Different... <laughs> yeah, and, and who does she call, Lee? Who would she call to find out where she stands on this the property master value? Office. Yes, okay. the master commissioner of Jefferson County. Got it. If it's in Jefferson County, obviously. Yes. Back over to Randy. Nicole currently owns a whole uh, home and in the CMS, she asked if the mortgage company could have a problem if she was going to build an underground bunker on the property. So can you build something under the property? Does the bank have any say so on whether you can do something or not? I don't know that question. Uh, that answer, I would say no, uh, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, Lee, do you have any? any? I, I, I don't think the unless there's something in your mortgage documents that says you cannot do that, once you purchase the property, I would think you have think the right more, to do whatever you I would want. Think more insurance, right? Because if you're depending on what you're doing underneath your home, if you're altering the structure, might be a coverage issue, which might lead to a mortgage issue if you don't if, if they remove the coverage on the home and if you have a mortgage on it. Yeah. Probably more tied to the financial interests and you know, if if you're maintaining structural and stable sound and you're getting professional contractors to do it. I might say sense, you know. I would check with the county to see if you need to pull a permit. Right. Well, first, you, you pull probably a permit. definitely need to pull a pull permit. a permit because you're going to want to run a lot of construction on your home. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember, this is minimum. The, this is not on your home. This is underground. Underneath your home. Underneath yeah, your home. Dang, which is the basement, you know. It's, All right. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, so at least we know. Uh, uh, yeah, so maybe not the mortgage company having any sort of issue with it, but I would definitely check with um, with the county and permits and what needs to be done there. All right, I think this may be the final question for us. Sophie sent us an email with a question I've never had before in, the, I don't know, seven, eight years that we're doing the show. She says the window in her bedroom overlooks the condominium parking lot where she also parks her car. She believes, Lee Harris, that her neighbor actually backed into the corner of her car several months ago, but the neighbor would not admit doing the damage. So now fast forward to this past week, Sophie put a camera pointing out to where she parks her car so she can monitor to see if it gets damaged again, maybe even by that same neighbor. That's a <laughs> smart move, right? I think that is smart. Sophie yes. says, yeah, someone, and she believes it's the same neighbor, put cardboard on the outside of her window, blocking the view of the camera. Sophie is wondering, can that person do that? Can she remove the cardboard since it's attached to or blocking her own window? Thoughts on that, Lee? Kind of a wild one, huh? The the cardboard's on Sophie's window? It's on Sophie's window because whoever did it saw that yeah. there was a camera pointed yeah. into the parking lot. Yeah, but how did they get it there? That's my answer. Well, it's on the, she's on the main say. floor, so they probably walked yeah. up and just did it. Uh, Maybe yes. I'm thinking like seven stories. No, 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 no. Absolutely. <laughs> Sophie can remove the cardboard from her window. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, you should <laughs> that also. That's a new one. That's, it is a new one. You should also probably be able to see who it is who put the cardboard up there. If you look back that's at what the I was recording, thinking. the camera would be taking a picture of that. Yeah. Is there any, are there any, would there be any like common ground privacy laws 
if it's because that's what I was thinking. Like if you're on the on the seventh floor and you're pointing down into a parking lot, you're probably not obstructing anybody's privacy. But if you're on the main level and maybe that camera angle might be picking up another window in the building, um, people's common spaces, might there be a privacy issue? Yeah. I don't know, but my concern. Here's here's what Lee, you don't think so? No I, I, I think that they can't yeah. put cardboard to block her own window. No. Right. And in Kentucky, you're allowed to record as long as one person knows it's being recorded. And that would be this this Sophie who knows this. But here's one final thought for you. Get a box like a shoe box. Right. Make sure the it's dark inside. Then encompass the camera in the shoe box. Place the shoe box up against the window. Hopefully, and then put like blackout tape or cloth over the camera with the exception of obviously where the lens we is. call that we call this doing the most well yeah but, but, MacGyver. So, exactly well so <laughs> the person outside is not going to see that there's a camera yeah right because it's be dark inside or try to mount it up and if you're really hard up try up to mount it corner. up high in the corner yeah. where the person may be not be able to reach without a well, ladder that's a new one on us folks but that's hopefully that helps you sophie somehow then yeah go take that cardboard down we're out of time my thanks to Lee Harris, who is legal counsel over Limestone Title and Escrow. She does a great job. They do a great job closing loans. You can pick the closing attorney. 649-7964 is her direct sell. Randy Rocky, he is uh, one of the head guys at Swan Financial. Does a great job uh, in getting your loan pre-approved, approved, and then closed over at one of our great uh, closing attorneys. You can re reach Randy, 645 my son Gregor does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And does with photography, he knows cameras. So that's a good thing. And you can reach me if you're thinking about selling your home now or in the near future or next year, whatever, and maybe even buying. You can call me. I'll come out free, no obligation. We'll talk about the plan, and it'll give you an idea of what needs to be done, if anything, to get the home ready to go on the market and sold. You can reach me at 376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. And oh, we have one more thing, by the way. If you've had your home on the market before and you have not had any offers and you're kind of discouraged, then go to this email address, or this website, actually, Bob hasbuyers.com bobhasbuyers.com so i do i've got a lot thousands of buyers and we can point them in your direction uh, with uh, a listing with us we're out of time see you next sunday on news radio 840 whas